Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello guys, welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Ecomsi, the place of everything related to Amazon FBA and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecomsi, and today we'll bring you another session of questions and answers as we do every Tuesday at 5 p.m. GMT time. So for everybody joining here for the first time, these sessions, we are running them on a weekly basis just to make sure we basically answer all the questions we've been receiving from our community and also to give you an opportunity to ask anything during live sessions regarding any issues you may have in regarding Amazon FBA, any issues regarding your product, maybe you want to get started, concerns, anything, we're here for you. So feel free to jump in on, on the chat. And also to remind you that all these episodes are going to be recorded and basically we're going to distribute them across our YouTube and all the podcast channels when it comes to for you to basically record them and, and watch them later again. So before we get started with today's session, I, as I do every Tuesday, I usually like to remind you guys regarding the the content on episodes we just dropped uh, yesterday. Yesterday we had another guest, her name is Tatir Fatima, and she's basically a, a person that specializes when it comes to Amazon PPC. Uh, so it was a very nice episode. I know PPC is a very interesting topic, and the reality is a lot of people is nowadays struggling with that. So in that episode, we basically answer some of the typical questions when it comes to Amazon, you know, the typical using negative keywords, how to adjust bids, which campaigns to start get started with. All those questions are going to be answered then, so make sure to check it out. Um, tomorrow, as you all know, we're also going to be dropping a new episode, which I'm going to keep it uh, a bit uh, as a surprise for you, <laughs> as I do every single week. Uh, yes, so one final thing just to remind you as well um we also running these sessions on thursday so any, anybody that's interested we are running them in spanish so if you have a spanish friend that maybe want to get started on amazon and they have a clue about english make sure to share this uh, channel with them so they can find out and basically ask any questions and learn about selling on amazon okay awesome i'm gonna start as i do every week i'm gonna start bringing some of the questions to the screen uh, we're basically going to make sure to to answer them in as much uh, depth as possible. And if anybody is watching this right now, you want to ask a question live, feel free to to drop them on, on the chat, okay? So let me start by bringing some of them to the screen. Let's see what surprise we got this week. Uh, great, so I'm going to start with the first question of the day. Let's get started, guys. Great. Can myself and wife open an Amazon account at the same time? Okay. Um, 
I wouldn't advise you to do that, especially if you're doing that from the same internet, uh, uh, same location IP and using the same address, because that basically can trigger one of both accounts to be suspended, and most likely both of them, because there's something called related accounts, and if they're related, they're coming from the same address and the same uh, basically internet uh, IP, you can get, get in trouble. And not just that, guys, remember that if you share basically when opening the account, you, you share basically same information when it comes to the company, um, all of that, and even bank account, that's definitely gonna give you a suspension. So make sure you don't do that. I mean, there's some scenarios that would make sense that maybe you and your wife can have different Amazon uh, central accounts, maybe it's different branding, different entities altogether, different type of products. That's definitely an option and you can do that. But whenever you're getting started on Amazon, realistically, you want to keep it as simple as possible. And if you if you can avoid any kind of issues, I, I would advise you to focus on one Amazon Search Central at the time. But again, if you definitely, as a most, maybe you already have two brands outside of Amazon, and you want to make sure you open two different, uh, basically, Seller Central accounts, that's def definitely something you can do. Just make sure that everything that's to with the entity, the bank account information, all the documentation, there is no single match between them when it comes to basically um, the address and all the basically sensitive information because if there is a match, you can then get triggered uh, whatever I mentioned, which is related accounts and that definitely can, can win your suspension for sure. I actually did uh, an episode um, about that in YouTube. I don't remember the number of, uh, episode where we touch on one of the typical things that you need to consider when opening an account to avoid account suspension. So go back to your YouTube channel and you should be able to find it and follow the guidance we give you in there, okay? Great, so let's see, um, next question. How long could it take for reviews from my client to show on my details page? Okay, I guess you, you're referring, if somebody's leaving a review on your page, how long does it take to display on the pro page? So this one, it usually differs. I mean, some people, some people see, um, within 48 hours, some people takes a week, it, it really differ, but usually we'll say, ideally, as soon as a review gets a post on, on your Amazon product, usually within five days, you should see it going live. Usually when you see it not going live, uh, specifically uh, if, I mean, let's say somebody puts a, a, a review on it, right? Um, and you know the person left a review, right? If the review doesn't have anything that has to do with a um, bad language or something that is within outside Amazon TOS, usually the review should get approved. If it doesn't, sometimes something to do with basically what the person put on the review. But I would say ideally, I don't think there's a fixed frame uh, because it's all automated by Amazon side. And I think it has to do with the checking they do on the reviews. But usually within five days, you should see five to seven days, ideally, you will see those reviews appearing on your details page. Okay. Great, let's see, um, next question. Any advice when it comes to deciding the name for my brand? Yes, uh, when it comes to branding, guys, it's super important, specifically on Amazon, make sure you check that the branding is not taken, right? You wanna make sure that when it comes to checking it, um, basically the name that you wanna trademark is not being used. And if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, there is a website called, um, Called name uh, namecheck.com, right? That website, you're gonna go in there, you're gonna put the potential name that you wanna use for your brand, 
and basically that's gonna check for domains, social media, uh, the usernames that are available or not, and all uh, the different platforms that you ideally will have a brand register on, right? So make sure you go to namecheck.com and basically check the name that you're thinking to register as a trademark and make sure there isn't a single check because most likely if somebody's already using a domain or using a social media, a username most likely somebody is already thinking of using that or they have actually applied for a trademark so that one is a soft check this one realistically is not a, a bulletproof one because somebody may have already a trademark but they just haven't basically <laughs> bought the domain or any of the different social media um channels attached to the brand so would ideally do a trademark check there is diff different services you can use out there uh, but yes, I will always 100% check because I can't tell you the number of times I have seen either in social media posts and people I know that they start using a brand and then they get in conflict because of similarity with other brands. So maybe the brand was already registered and imagine just putting so much effort into positioning your product, PPC, all the different strategies when it comes to basically uh, investing into your brand and then you need to basically take it out, right? So that would be, yeah painful trust me so make sure you do the name check um another thing now that we are here on the on, on the checking the name of your brand i want to recommend you guys a website which is also free and is very good for the, those of you that are thinking for the initial stages of choosing the name that you want to put in your brand and that is called namelix.com so that one also you're gonna go in there namelix.com and you're gonna put basically descriptions and keywords that are gonna relate to your brand. It can be dog, a brand, toys, for example. And then, it, um, you know, you're gonna put basically some descriptive uh, keywords. So basically, the ecosystem uh, of the of the tool, the AI, is gonna combine those keywords and give you some um, some different names. Some of them is a direct trade market, and they give you the option to purchase it. And some of them are basically they are not being used. However, you should still do the checks I mentioned. Um, and yes, it's a good idea when it comes to creating a branding because I have been there. I know those initial days you feel like, oh, if I don't have a name for my brand, I don't have this defined, I can't start selling on Amazon. And you get in that paralysis analysis thing. So make sure you use a tool such as this. It's very good to basically choosing your name for the brand. Um, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, the Nemelix tool also give you some tentative designs, right? So you can see some designs I recommend you, but at the end of the day, you for sure wanna hire a designer when it comes to them making the logo, make sure you reflect basically the colors and the thematic of the avatar of the type of niche and people you wanna be selling to, okay? That's super important because then that is gonna play a key role when it comes to packaging, images, advertising and so on, okay? Awesome. So next question. When it define a winning queue in automatic, should I negate it and move to exact? Yes. Um, when it comes to uh, basically finding keywords into, into automatic campaigns, even if the keyword is performing super well, I will never negate it, right? Because I have seen this happening before with some of our campaigns. We find a keyword that's bam, performing excellent automatic. We say, okay, next steps move to an exact matching campaign. We do that, but regardless of the bid and the placement and all that, we never reach the same kind of performance. And that's just because the, 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 
basically the Amazon algorithm performs by a different type of targeting, right? And also that's gonna give you a different type of positioning and, and cost per click. So I would advise you that if you find a winning key on automatic, you move it to a manual campaign, of course, give it a higher B so you give the hierarchy priority to the exact match campaign, but not done negative and automatic. Specifically, it's performing well because that eventually may basically kill the per the campaigns that was performing well, and then that queue might never reach the performance that was high on the automatic campaign in the first place. Okay. Awesome. So we have a another question here in live. Let's see. Carlos Vanilla, I'm doing DDP and my supply is sending the shipment in two lots. Is that normal and how Amazon receive these two lots for the same shipment? Thank you very much for the question, Carlos. Yes, when it comes to dealing with DDP, I mean, first of all, for everybody who's watching this and don't know what is DDP, DDP means basically the supplies taking full responsibility of your shipment. They are paying basically for all the fees, import duties, taxes, everything. So basically you don't even need to worry about that. That's the benefit. Of course, it can be more expensive sometimes when the supplier there with it. But in most cases, your supplier should give you a very good rate compared to services that you can also find online, right? So just to clarify on that. Now, the second question, is it normal to send to lots? Usually, uh, I would prefer to send everything in one lot um, because just to avoid miscommunication when it comes to Amazon receiving one lot and then basically not receiving the other one. And then it can Amazon, what could happen, just to explain you why it's not efficient, is that if they receive one lot, right, and then they receive the second lot for a very long period of time, usually within, I would say, within 30 days, the shipment case gets closed, right? So basically what is going to happen is they're going to find a discrepancy within the amount of all units you say you were going to send and the ones they receive because they receive one lot. So in that case, they're going to give you basically the option for sure to come uh, to raise a case and, and fight that. But for sure, you don't have the, the basically the, the, the proof and you um, and definitely you can because for sure you didn't send the second shipment to complain that they didn't receive all the units. So most likely the shipment is gonna get closed. And if the second shipment arrives, when the shipment place is closed, then you can end up with something which is called stranded inventory. Stranded inventories sometimes happen when they can't relate an inventory lot to a specific um, basically skew in this case. So I would ideally make sure that you send everything in advance. If you can, very simple, just create two shipment plans one for every single slot, a uh, lot, sorry. So you create one shipment plan for the first lot. And let's say within one month and two months, you send the second one, you create a second shipment plan. And that's the most efficient way. Because if you then have a very big window of waiting between one shipment lot and the second one, it can definitely give you issues. Uh, I mean, it's not a huge issue. Most likely your inventory may become stranded and you will need to basically attach that inventory back to the SKUs, but to avoid you that headache, the best thing for you just to create two shipment plans, okay? Hopefully that answer the question. Let me know if not, I will make sure to go more in depth and you can also send me an email on my social media channels. So I'm gonna make sure either me or my team can answer that for you if you need more guidance, okay? Awesome, so let's get back to the other questions we got in here. So next question is, what is the Amazon brand referral bonus? So the Amazon brand referral bonus, guys, is something that you get just when you're a brand uh, register. And basically, it's a bonus that Amazon gives you for bringing outside traffic. Usually, it's a 10%. 
Um, and basically, um, this referral bonus that you're going to get is basically Amazon as, as an incentive for you to bring in traffic from outside of Amazon. Uh, because at the end of the day, you're bringing people to their uh, marketplace and they give you the 10%. So this one can be super useful when you're doing things outside of Amazon, such as influencer marketing, you're doing some kind of email uh, campaigns, you're doing some press release, you're doing blogging. All these kind of strategies are very useful for bringing outside traffic to Amazon. And if you combine that with the Amazon brand referral bonus, basically all that, all that revenue that's coming from outside of Amazon, uh, First, it's going to give you extra sales, which we know is going to give you extra juice when it comes to organic position and all that. Second of all, we know Amazon likes external traffic, so that's an extra plus. And the third thing is that you're actually going to save 10%, right? So that means 10% of that revenue is going to get back to you as a cashback. So definitely, if you're doing something inside of Amazon, make sure you're also always using brand referral funnels because otherwise that's money you're 100% leaving on the table. Um, why would you be doing that, right? Uh, I mean, Amazon already takes a lot of money, so we're gonna make sure we are as efficient as possible with your margins, and we take advantage of all these different, basically, benefits you get for having a brand on Amazon, okay? Awesome, next question. My, uh, why my sessions are high, but my using session percentage is low? Okay, so basically what is happening, right? You're getting a lot of traffic, but you're not getting enough sales from that traffic, right? A lot of people is going to your listing, but they are not converting. So this question is 100% you're having a conversion issue. So conversion issue, number one, images. Make sure you're using top images when it comes to the quality and, and showcasing the main features of the product. First thing I always do with all our clients is we compare our images against the competition, right? make sure we are on top of the game when it comes to having the best images, all the angles, making sure we have the same lifestyle images, doing a comparison image between our product and the competition, uh, highlighting the features as much as possible. If you have some kind of press release, put it in there, or you've been shown on TV, shot in there, um, any kind of certification, anything that makes you unique, put it in there, anything that makes you stand out from the crowd, guys, because lately a lot of people, uh, is we realizing that a lot of sellers in Amazon, especially if they're just basically drop shipping and selling whatever is coming from Alibaba without any quality, if you actually show them that you're an actual brand, right, and just taking a cheap item and don't do any kind of branding, you don't have a real brand besides that, that actually is going to basically make you stand out from the crowd, right? Because if you show your images that you actually have a presence outside of Amazon as really a brand, it's really an ecosystem, it's really a community, and you showcase that on image, that's super key. That's the number one thing. The, um, the second thing I, I will say um, is for sure listing, make sure the copy is well done. So title, bullet point, description, search terms. So make sure that uh, when it comes to basically the whole copy of the listing is not keyword stuffing. So make sure the, the title is what uh, it can be basically easy to read. The same with the bullet point description and everything. And all the keywords that you for sure know that wouldn't make sense to have on the listing, but still relevant, put it on the search terms and then also focus on make it readable. So usually you want to make sure that it, 
it makes sense to read and it's not just jumping from point to point without any kind of meaning. So make sure you do it as, as a landing page, starting with the features, then you highlight what makes you different, why people should buy you and so on, like a whole story, right? And then the last thing you can do is play with pricing. Make sure you understand the reality of pricing in your, in your, in your ecosystem in terms of where you're selling. Because the reality is that most people sometimes when they're having an issue, they tell me and we analyze their listing. First thing we find, they are dreaming when it comes to pricing. I mean, the reality is that the average is like $40, $30 and they come to the market with $100. I mean, we understand that maybe your price is super premium and all that, but you need to understand that there is some limit to where you can really go up in price. So make sure you are realistic with your price and you actually offer, if you're offering a premium solution, it's actually something people are looking for. Because sometimes people say, okay, the reason why my pro is 10 times more expensive is because my cup is the best ceramic in the world. It comes from a specific mountain in the middle of the sea, you know, all that. But the reality is, do people actually want that? Do people actually looking for that? So that's the key, guys. Focus on those three points and you should be able to improve the session percentage, which is a conversion issue. Awesome. Um, next question, let's see, Duncan. Hi, doing, Duncan? How are you doing? having an amazing day? Thank you for the question. So let's see. Make sure this is a question to read it, or it's a big comment, but have you ever shipped floor loaded no palette to Amazon via Amazon, especially you can with no separate containers from the NEC contents? But what if we should analyze the low flow that way? Yeah, this is actually a good question. I know what you're referring for. I will have to double check with your logistics theme. So if you want, uh, I'm going to make sure that after the live, I'm going to uh, basically forward this to the team within the agency that specialize with the logistics and shipments and everything and confirm that to you. But I'm not 100% sure uh, uh, if they would. You know, maybe they might because if they use the Amazon logistics, you know, they have the um, rules and, and they do whatever they want. So they might allow it. But we'll have to double check. Let me double check that with the team and I'm going to make sure to answer that to you on private. OK, but yeah, very good question. Um, I, will, I will have to come back uh, to you on that. OK, awesome. So let's see which other question we're going to hear. What are the main advantages of brand register? Okay, so brand register, I'm gonna start naming all the main advantages and then for sure I'm gonna uh, give you some highlights of why they're super important. Number one, A plus content. So that's gonna give you extra space within your listing to basically do customization um, when it comes to um, images and how you give your brand story and basically make it more appealing number one second thing you're going to have brand analytics which just brand analytics itself is super super powerful brand analytics basically gives you um so much power when it comes to data especially with the search query the new report is going to allow you to basically understand where your customers are coming from which are your most profitable keywords and understand basically all the funnel when it comes to impression all the way to purchase um, then you're going to have other things in place. So for example, one thing that give you a lot of benefits when it comes to brand register, you're also going to get access to something called Vine, which is super important when it comes to reviews. Nowadays, Amazon is super strict with reviews and the only way within TOS to get reviews through the Amazon ecosystem is using Amazon Vine. So you 
definitely don't want to miss that up. And then as a brand raiser, you also get access to specific advertisement placements. So sponsor brands, you're going to have a sponsor uh, to sponsor your store. You can sponsor your whole product catalog as a banner as well. You can do video ads. You can do sponsor display, which is basically retargeting. I mean, the amount of extra placement and um, targeting is, is worth it, trust me. And the final thing you also, uh, for example, you also get a store, which I forgot to mention, which is like a website with the Amazon. If you have a, already a very good niche of products that basically can easily cross-sell between them, this, the store can be so powerful to do that. You can make sure to design specific layouts to help you with cross-selling, subcategories. And if you know what you're doing with a very good designer, it can help you a lot to basically enhance your brand presence. And then if you want to go even more deeper, there are things such as, for example, a transparency program, the Project Zero program, um, other small things that are basically in beta right now. For example, Amazon Live in the USA, Amazon Post. So, I mean, the list go on and on. I'm pretty sure I'm missing some things there. So, but yeah, definitely check it out uh, in terms of make sure you register your brand. <laughs> it's super important, okay? Awesome. So next uh, next question here. My sales are down after Prime Day. It's normal. Yes, uh, this one's usually normal. Um, when it comes to sales, um, we have actually analyzed this across the brands that basically we, we manage. And we have seen that brands uh, sales usually go down during uh, a few days after Prime Day. That's totally normal, guys. Remember that uh, basically, Prime Day is not a real reality when it comes to traffic and sales. Remember that the only reason why Amazon has Prime Day specifically in July is because July and August is one of the smallest, uh, the slowest months in sales, right? So it's basically a way to by basically basically uh, making up that sales go up during these months. But realistically, these months are very uh, slow. And if you actually make an average, you will see. And including Prime Day, you will see that these months usually are not as good as other months during the year. So taking consideration that is super normal to see sales down, specifically towards the end of July, August, which we know in some markets. For example, we got clients in Italy and August guys in Italy. I'm telling you, we do nothing in terms of <laughs> uh, shopping online and all that. I know that because I'm from Italy and some um, August is like, all about holiday, going to the beach and all that. And you, um, we have seen that with our clients in August, sales have a massive hit when it comes to sales. So there's definitely if all these things you should consider them when it comes to having a hit in sales. But yes, it's normal. Just make sure that when the slowdown in sales start, you basically take some action to compensate that. So maybe play a little bit with pricing if you can. Make sure that it's not uh, something to do outside of the normal of Prime Day. And what I mean by that, make sure there's no an actual issue with your conversions going down or your PPC or other things that realistically you can still improve. But if everything is uh, every, everything within those uh, sectors is being taken care of, that's normal to see that downturn. Just make sure you, uh, you, you basically keep control of that and, and may combine it with some strategies such as pricing and all that and, and discount to make, uh, basically compensate for that, uh, that slower amount of sales during those days, okay? Great, so let's see the next question. Awesome, so what is the transparency program? 
yeah, so the transparency program actually something was mentioning during the benefits of having a brand. And basically, transparency program, guys, is something that is going to allow you to have a unique barcode per product. It's super uh, good to avoid counterfeit because basically, the only way Amazon is going to attribute a specific SKU to your listing is when they basically uh, scan the barcode it hits the basically the specific number that needs to match and then that is going to make sure that the product comes just from you and nobody else right anybody else that tried to send a product and doesn't have the barcode is going to get rejected um i mean the the benefits for sure is that you're going to keep counterfeits out it's going to give you product authenticity you're going to make sure you keep basically any kind of knockoff out of your listing. The downside is that the program is no fee. So you're definitely going to have some extra uh, labeling costs. You need to basically uh, make sure you, individual, uh, you need to label each product individually because each label is different. So you can't just have one label printed on the packaging and copy paste it across all the packaging. So that is definitely an extra uh, negative thing. Um, and you need to miss some criteria for sure. So. Um, that's something you should be taking in consideration um, when it comes to basically getting involved into this program. Okay. If you want more information about this program, let me know. I can send you a pager that we got and basically outlines everything when it comes to transparency program, the benefits and the, and the negative side of it. Okay. Great. So let's see any advice on how to run Amazon Live. See, yes, I, Amazon Live, the first thing, guys, this is just available in the Amazon USA. The other thing that you need to take into consideration when it comes to basically uh, getting involved in Amazon Live, do you need to have brand registered? So that's definitely part of the brand register uh, program. The other thing, the most tricky part when it comes to Amazon Live, guys, is really um, deciding how you're going to do it because you can either do it through your Amazon Live page which when you get started you're gonna have no followers and not nothing and you can slowly grow as you will do with any social media channel the other thing is basically you can cooperate with influencers right so they can basically you can leverage their following specifically it's within a niche let's say you're selling pet toys if they have following within the pets industry basically it's going to be much easier to convert because somebody that really trusts this person for their pet, if they're advertising your toy, they're going to be more inclined to buy your toy. The only catch here in Amazon Lives is really finding influencers. So there are some services you can explore there. You can try to basically even try to reach out to them. That's the most tricky part. But ideally, you don't need an influencer from day one. You can even start doing them from your Amazon uh, Live basically account. Uh, and if for sure you're a person that are shy and you don't want to put your face out there, you don't have experience with cameras and going live, you can just hire maybe an influencer or somebody that if for sure is, is not, you're not going to leave the bank on a single live and pay 5,000, maybe 200, 300 per live. Um, they use your account and they go live and, and basically everything they need is just your account to go live and they can use the current setup that they have a good camera light and all that that's definitely going to give you extra credibility rather than you in your kitchen or, or like selfie and all that which i know sometimes that's genuine and people like it but if you're really focusing on making a premium brand you want to make sure you take that into consideration okay great let's see i think we have one extra question for the day what is a project serial program yeah project serial program is 
I would say similar to transparency program, but there's definitely some differences when it comes to a, the privacy and the program transparency program. Basically, it's something that to allow you to to protect your 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 products, right? So basically, it's it's kind of like a cell service um, to remove hijackers, right? So basically, um, the criteria is very high, so not all people can enter into this. So you need to make sure to basically. Um, and meet the criteria um, and they will basically amazon will monitor you if you abuse it like if you remove people that shouldn't be removed from your listing that just basically maybe reselling an actual unit that they purchased from you and you start abusing it they're going to remove you from the program um but the the benefits is, is a self a managed counterfeit tool right so basically you're going to have a dashboard where you can see people selling your listing and then basically you can you can remove those sellers without having to do the typical thing, which is raising a case super with Amazon, we know the headache it takes to remove somebody. So if you actually meet the criteria, it's very useful. Just make sure you don't abuse it because we know people that they have abuse it and they, you can remove Amazon. If they say you start removing people left and right, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. Especially if there's definitely people that generally bought the product or you were selling to them and then removing them, right? Things like that, okay? But yes, it's something also included within the um, brand register program. You need to be a brand with Amazon uh, to basically make sure you get approved to this program. Okay. Awesome. So I think that was the last question of the day, guys. Yeah, that's everything for today. Thank you very much for everybody that uh, joined today, specifically for those that also joined on live and ask all those questions. Uh, I'm going to make sure to get back to you don't can in private regarding your question regarding the um, basically the logistics side of things and also make sure I actually reply the answer on the next episode so people also having this issue can basically understand the outcome I'm actually going to put it on the comments as well uh, that's it guys thank you very much for being here it's a pleasure to share my time to guide you through the process of basically scaling and selling on Amazon. Uh, feel free to reach out if you have any questions. Remember, we are offering free consultation for the first time to explore ways to help you basically grow your brand Amazon. Remember, as I said at the beginning, these uh, uh, sessions are going to be on a weekly basis. So if you're just arriving today late, don't worry. You can even leave the questions on the comments or send them our way, and we're going to call them in the next session. In the meantime, I want to wish you an amazing rest of the week, guys. Take care. Remember, everything's going to be fine, even for all those sellers that are struggling right now. So basically, I know things are not easy for everybody, especially with everything that's going on worldwide economically. But trust me, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, and you're definitely going to make it, okay? So yeah, take care, guys. Don't give up. Remember, mindset is everything, okay? Have an amazing one. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or... Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.